Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to the comic bloomiverse this is the penny bloom podcast and it is i colton robertson i'm joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here and it's a a grand pleasure today oh man we had a big day as fans of comic book movies the DC slate was formally announced today, the next eight to 10 year plan. This is a part of it. This is a part of chapter one. This is not all of it, which I thought was fucking insane. Uh, James Gunn sat in front of a camera and told us all about what we can expect over the next few years as far as what DC has in the works. There's a lot of exciting stuff, a lot of confusing stuff. A lot of stuff we need to hash out. So, uh, mm-hmm. what do you say? What do you say we dig into it? Oh yeah, I need I need to talk through it myself because I am <laughs> I'm very confused. I yeah, there's there's a little bit of confusion there, but you know I uh, mm-hmm. I think it'll be fine. Uh, he started the started the whole video by stating that you know we're gonna they're gonna do their best to maintain a continuity throughout film, television, gaming, and animation where all the characters will be voiced and played by the same actors and actresses as often as they possibly can, which is very a very, very cool idea. Uh, mm. The gaming one is kind of interesting to me. I thought that was the boldest thing. To, to maintain a continuity even through video games feels like that's bold. That, you know, MCU hasn't even, doesn't yeah. even do that. And I don't know if that's their way of saying that like new content will be released on video games. I think it's just like the character that you will play in the video game is the same one that you see on screen. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think it's, it's cause it'd be wild for them to be like, you have to play this game in order to understand the events of this next coming movie. Like, yeah, no, that's just not possible. And I don't think they'll do that by any means. Um, but like, it is really, I don't know. That is like, He's very, it's not like it is, they're 100% having every voice actor do it, like, you know, it's just, if they can, you know, it's like, so it's, it's, I I love how it's, nothing is forced, nothing is um, crazy set in stone, it's just like, we want everything to be different, we want everything to be, you know, made just naturally and, and with the best people, and I think, like, apart from all the crazy announcements that we have, like, you don't see Kevin Feige step in front of a camera and tell you the next couple years of, of Marvel. He gets on a stage and lets you roar whenever he says, Avengers, this movie in part one and part, you know, like it's a big thing that they do. But like, this was just a five minute video on Twitter. James Gunn being like, yo, here we go. This is what we're doing. I'm assuming they're going to have a grand reveal eventually. Um, but oh, like, yeah. I think, I, I think it was just super cool. Sort of- just. Because yeah. San Diego Comic-Con, the next San Diego Comic-Con, I'm willing to bet the rest of that chapter one gets rolled out and he mm. will be standing on a stage and he will go, now look at this. Oh, yeah. I um, mean, I want him to. Yeah, um, of course. I, I don't want him. Yeah, I, I definitely want him to. Um, but it was just, it's, he seems very connected with the fan base. And he, see, I don't know, he just um, is very aware of comics, very aware of just the fans' perception of superheroes and how they view superhero movies and everything. That's Um, the most encouraging thing for me is that it's just so evidently clear that he loves comic books and he's making mm -hmm. a universe where MCU, uh, not faltered, you know, obviously they've done very, very well in making movies for movie fans, people who want to go see movies, uh, people who are comics fans, Marvel's Marvel comics fans, notoriously, 
aren't aren't giant fans of the MCU. I have a feeling that that is not going to be the case for James Gunn and Peter Safran's DCU. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of a they're they're making stuff for comic book fans. I mean, the first thing he announces as like a something we didn't know was coming. You know, he rattles off Fury of the Gods, The Flash, which will reset the universe, Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2. And then he's like, and that'll feed directly into chapter one, Gods and Monsters, which A, fucking awesome. I love I love God and Gods and Monsters as a title. Mm. It's awesome. Uh the first thing is Creature Commandos, an animated series in which all episodes will be written by or already written by James mm-hmm. Gunn. He says, I wrote the episodes. Like, I did that. I've, I'm already done. Uh, <laughs> Which, cool. I mean, it didn't look like any... Is it random characters that we have no idea? Or is this just, like, a way for DC to introduce you to new... Because he's, he, he said people are going to be just moving in and out of this show. That it's going to be, like... I don't know. It, it seemed that it was, like... I think he was more implying that these characters, things that are introduced in animation, are not stuck in animation. These characters will be able to be translated. Moving in and out of John. Okay. Through medium, not through. I got you now. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. This one is, uh, this one's going to be a very interesting one that I'm really like, there's not a single thing on this list that I'm like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like, oh man. This is a bummer. Wow, this just is going to suck. No, like, yeah, there's things that I would never have even guessed to be on here at all that I'm like, oh, now that you brought that up, I'm like, I didn't know I wanted that, but now I like. Now I really want that. Really yeah, want like, uh, and this is one of them. You know, I love an animated series. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking love an animated series. And if uh, I, I trust James Gunn's writing, you know, I love I love Guardians. I love the Guardians movies. I love the Suicide Squad. I love Peacemaker. These are all like he has for me gone four for four in comic book movies and shows. This man has not missed. So I, I rather trust him when it comes to writing uh, com- comic book shit. And uh, mm. that that was a fun one, you know, like seeing the zany, wacky types of characters he was introducing there. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a part. Are these like, all new things. completely? Like, have you no. seen any of these people? I, I haven't seen them personally, but these do exist. In, the Creature Commandos is a comic-based entity. This oh, okay. is not a, not a brand new thing. Uh, however, when I looked when I looked up Creature Commandos, because I haven't read any, I would love to, now that this has been announced, which is the premiere thing I'm the most excited mm. about off this announcement is that I'm about to absolutely tear through books that are <laughs> about these characters. Yeah. Uh, the creature commandos being, being a very big one. Uh, the green lanterns is something I've always wanted to get into and just haven't yet. And mm. now that we're really for sure going to get a television show inspired by true detective, a insanely good mystery series. Like, yo, that is yeah. the shit. He said two lanterns for sure, but then there's just others sprinkled in throughout there. Yeah, the Green Lantern is cool, man. Um, and yeah, that's th- a really cool concept, you know. And like crazy that it was not like how big Unbelievable it is in the comics. Connect, what? Like, yeah, like it, like I have not read DC comics. Like I've only read a couple Superman, couple Batman. Like that's hey. not across the universe, but apparently Green Lantern is just like a massive force across the entire universe. Like they, they are like a governing yeah. body, you know, they like are a, they like, are a intergalactic <laughs> like, police force, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Like, and just, yeah, Ryan Reynolds was green lantern. We just don't want to talk about it anymore. We'll just, you know, I think we'll just push it away. Well, like, that, that very movie destroyed any chances of green lantern getting made into anything for years. Like that's the reason mm-hmm. we haven't seen green lantern on screen and fucking mm-hmm. forever, you know, uh, I've never that even will, seen that movie to begin with, so I have no idea why it's even. We will, we will. Yeah, I know, day. I know. We will know. sometime this year, in fact. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah, lanterns, man. I that one was mm. that's a top tier one for me. Like I, when it comes to the television series, you know, let's let's go through the TV, mm-hmm. let's go through the TV stuff that he announced. You know, we got Creature Commandos, an animated show coming, lanterns, and and the way he described it, not an HBO Max series. 
an HBO premiere television series. That's Game of Thrones. That's The Last of Us. That's Oh, like it is coming out Sunday at 8. Sunday, like that's the type of premiere television that you're talking about when you mention it by name as an HBO premiere TV series. Okay. Okay. Like uh you're doing you're doing the real thing there, which is the most like putting that label on it automatically makes it one of the most exciting things on this uh on this slate. Okay, Um, so the rest of them are on HBO because Warner Brothers is yeah, right. Like yeah. everything is on HBO. Because um, he is that the only one where he specifically mentioned HBO premiere. Um, yes, that is the only one he so specifically that, mentioned okay. that. And then Booster Gold, he expressly stated that it was an HBO Max original series, oh. which uh, would not, which is interesting considering that HBO Max and Discovery Plus are going to be merging within the next year. And so I think it's more whatever streaming service exists as a result of that that's what booster gold so what's the difference what's the difference between paradise lost which is just live action tv like what would it be released on i think that's i think that one's up in the air based off the uh based off just saying it's a live action series i think it's like uh depending on how the production of it goes it could end up being a straight straight to streaming sort of thing or it could end up getting that premiere bump um i see so all of them will be released on HP. It's not like it it's gonna no, be released. You'll have on... access like it's the it's the way that House of the Dragon, if it, it premiered on HBO Max at eight PM on HBO the network at eight PM, you had access to it on HBO Max at eight PM. You know, like it's this it's the same thing. It's just a matter of whether or not uh, the people who pay for the uh network are gonna be able to uh watch it uh on their TV. And I see that adds a different level of presti- hmm. like prestige drama sort of. Thing I see. Okay. Fair. Okay. I Which see the what? difference now. That's what paradise lost seemed to kind of be hinting at the way he alluded to game of Thrones and uh, like the Westeros politics and stuff like that seems like it could be a, uh, it could be really cool. That is one thing that I'm a little bit, uh, I'm personally very cool with it because I think they're more than anything else giving Gal Gadot time to decide whether or not she wants to return to the role because uh, mm. this is a pre precursor to Wonder Woman. This is not Wonder Woman wouldn't be in this show. It'd be before Wonder Woman was alive. Um. Oh, like it's, it's the history. history. It's the history oh. of the Amazons, which is even like people are like that's the one I've seen the most. Like I really don't give a shit about this. When I heard that, I went, "Yo, wait, what? That's like that's the shit to me. Give me that." So you know? not just one of them, but all of them are like that. Like it, it, you get it, what? How is that a bad thing? Like it's no, and it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. It was more that it was the least hmm. intriguing, you know. Like oh, it was okay. like a, hmm. it wasn't like oh boo. It was just like meh. I'm good, you know. Like that. That's more the that's more the attitude towards it, especially considering that it is devoid of the in such a comics based run of a, hmm. a lineup with huge names and Superman and Batman and small names and Booster Gold and uh, Creature Commandos and stuff. And I know Booster Gold when it comes to comic fans. Y'all love Booster Gold. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fuck with you there. I know he's a big name, but to have a Amazon show that doesn't have Wonder Woman as a comic book fan, which is more where I was seeing it was the comics Twitter side of things. Yeah, I could see how you, you might be a little bit like, man, uh, an Amazon show without Wonder Woman. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I personally don't give a shit. I guess that is the equivalent of doing a like Krypton without Superman. They but, did that. Like, how bad would that be? Like, there's if a, I just saw Jarrell, there's a show I guess it called be Krypton. Oh, that exists. That show yeah. exists. So it's it's. I guess it. Okay. Yeah, because it's you can't really do it with like Batman Gotham without Batman. It's, Gotham. But like it is, but Bruce is in it and it, you see him becoming Batman slowly over the, like, it's like Bruce is still in it, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. But it's like, that is interesting. That, that is actually, I see where people could go where they could be like, oh, this is going to be a little boring. But like, 
I could just like without just the titular character. I don't know. Yeah, that's there's like just a, there's just a gold mine of mythology. I think you could dive into with the Amazons, and in a show called like Paradise Lost, it's called Paradise Island. Themyscira, Paradise Lost. They're gonna lose the island. They have to fight to win it back. Like there's that's a war show. You know, I think that's gonna be really Ooh. fucking cool. Um, that so like. That automatically sounded really cool to me from a less from a comic book stand comic book fan standpoint, more from a television fan standpoint. Like that sounds like a show I want to sit down and watch, mm. uh, which okay. is more where I was coming from when I was like, oh, that sounds dope. Uh, and yeah, the uh, like I love that, like of this slate, I'm expecting more animation announcements because like I don't see how you. Like, there was one animation announcement here. I guess if maybe Creature Commandos is just a long running. Yeah, it's maybe. It's just like, it is just the, like, the Justice League. But right. now it's just Creature Commandos. Yeah, no, cartoon. Like, I, I don't know. I um, Like, see, that's the thing, is that I think that uh, the second set of announcements for Chapter 1 will kind of bring us probably at least a couple more animated series. Maybe, like... The DC animated universe, as far as movies is concerned, has also been really strong. I'd be interested to see if they eventually mm. dive into that. Like, in the continuity, we have animated films. Like, you have to see the animated films to understand stuff, which I would love. That'd I would be awesome. love if they poured just a fucking budget on theater, theatrical releasing animated films. I would love that. Uh, Man couldn't have just been made a couple years before while we had the best voice actor for Batman though uh, like, yeah, for animation that you'd have well, to that's the thing though with. is that given the given the idea here whoever was playing him in live action in theory would play oh him true as a voice. it wouldn't be Kevin Conroy that's yeah that's true okay yeah mm-hmm. so uh wow but Waller I, I feel like we didn't really we touched on all the other didn't touch TV on Waller. shows that's but my, Waller. We got the that was the first confirmation of an actor returning from the previous uh, DCEU. Viola Davis returning as Amanda Waller. Kind of unclear whether or not Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad and all that is Elseworlds, or if that is in the continuity. Yeah, I think he uh, said like that she will... She'll be with up. the Peacemaker family, yeah. So... And he said this was in chapter... I mean, like... Yeah, it sounds if it sounds she... like the Suicide Squad. And like that's the, that was the thing for me is that I know people were like, "Oh, he's going to be a big hypocrite." Their shit was never really that connected to anything they had going on. Like the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, you know, like you had Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn who I frankly think James Gunn fucking loves Harley Quinn. That's one of his favorite DC characters. Margot Robbie is going to remain Harley Quinn. I have I have little to know, hmm. especially now that Viola Davis is confirmed to be Amanda Waller. I think his Suicide Squad characters and his Peacemaker characters. That's that's the thing is there. that he's in charge of DC overall now, and while he was making those movies, he made them in the vision of how he would want like his. DC universe to be you know like that like it it makes perfect sense for those casts to just remain the same like he made Peacemaker completely like he made that in his vision why not use it you know why why, it'd be kind of dumb to recast John Cena and and all these other people you know like just keep it I don't know Suicide Squad was good birds like Birds of Prey was good and Peacemaker was probably one of the best, like, comedy superhero TV shows. Show. Like, that's the, yeah, it was insane. Um, yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I, I trust this man with everything. Well, like, and especially given that, you know, we're talking about the returning roles and stuff. I know I'm excited for Viola Davis to come back as Amanda Waller. I think that we're only going to set up, we're probably going to set up yet another Suicide Squad film of some sort with that show or, uh, something like that in that vein. Um, But with her coming back, there was also like, you know, questions who is coming back. Um, And it was said that Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller and Zachary Levi all have the open door 
to return to their films. And Peter Safran even went as far as to say that Jason Momoa always envisioned Aquaman as a trilogy. So, uh, that's interesting too. That like, these were ones that I didn't think were like specifically, I thought Jason Momoa was going to get recast in a different role. And I thought, uh, I thought for sure Gal, the only person I thought was returning was Jason Momoa. I thought, I thought that was it for sure. Mm. And, it's interesting to go to go about it that way uh to have to have the door open for certain main continuity things and you know he had a justification for Zachary Levi even where he says like he's always been kind of in his own his own lane you know there's not really a lot of interaction with other heroes that's come about uh which is absolutely true and absolutely fair uh mm-hmm. but, yeah, I don't and know. then like Ezra Miller their flash movie resetting the DC universe you know what how's that work uh it resets it and then aquaman 2 comes out that's what's interesting you know i'm like what the fuck what the fuck going on there uh but it resets it and then it's blue beetle then aquaman 2 right yeah yeah so it's even like aquaman 2 is like all four of these are coming this year like we're getting all these movies in 2023 uh like aqua i i saw like Cause there was like a, the interview with Jason Momoa about like him maybe being Lobo and like how it was so obvious. And then someone was like, you know, I talked with James Gunn about playing a dream character of mine. Uh, if you know anything about me, you know exactly what character I'm talking about. Look it up. And like he ba- like said it like that. And then like he has gone on record many times saying that his favorite comic book character is Lobo. He looks exactly, I don't know. And, oh, yeah. and I was just of the mind like, like, yeah, okay, cool. So someone else is Aquaman. He might just go to Lobo. Well, and but maybe now, just them being ambiguous so that depending on the reception of these things, they might be able to label Aquaman Elseworlds. They might be able to label these things like they might be able to just go ahead and slap that fucking label on it and go, yeah, this isn't in our continuity. Uh, oh, because Aquaman okay. 2 is not technically their DCU studios. That is the prior regime that made that. Yeah, that's movie. true. Okay. Uh, Depending yes, on the reception oh. of that film, they might be able to go, okay, yeah, we're still going to make Aquaman 3. It's just not going to be in our continuity. It's going to be DC elsewhere. Ah, uh, uh, that's okay. That makes the most sense. I like, okay, yeah. That's just because they announced Aquaman 2, does, yeah, it's not in their continuity. It, it doesn't no. mean that. Yeah, he's okay. got to say stuff about the stuff that's coming out from DC. He is the head of DC. You know, like he's, he, he's, almost contractually obligated to say things about these yeah. movies. And the mo- one of the most interesting things is that it seems like everyone who's seen The Flash absolutely fucking loves that movie. Um, mm. I've heard nothing but great things about that movie, uh, which is astonishing given that it's the first Flash film and it has two different Batman and Wonder Woman and Supergirl and all sorts of shit uh, going on in it. Uh, mm. Two different Batman? It's got Keaton and Affleck. Keaton is in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had no... Oh, I think I do remember seeing that now. Mm-hmm. Or hearing something. Oh my god, yeah. I, I know nothing about, like, DC, really, at all. The Flash, like... All I know is that it supposedly is about to reset the DC universe. There's going to be Whatever two the versions. There's going to be like two different Ezra Millers in the movie playing two separate versions of the Flash and a Dark Flash, and it's it's going to have a lot going on. But I've heard nothing but great things about it from people who have seen it. So I'm like, frankly, I, I didn't want to be, but I'm very excited about that movie. It, like as a comic book movie mm. fan, to bring the likes of Keaton's Batman and Affleck's Batman and wonder woman and supergirl yeah. and all this it sounds like a fun fucking movie even if it's not a masterpiece i bet i'm gonna enjoy it you know what i'm saying uh okay so that's like still in the Zack snyder sort of realm maybe yeah, is it like of, yeah that sort of vein the, i think the vision that bruce or like when flash told bruce like oh am i back am i too soon or whatever like is that like what they're going is that like kind of the you think like I think I that's what I'm thinking they're gonna kind of be building off of is that it's that same Flash who is the main character in this movie. But I do think, however, that 
again, the ambiguity of these announcements is really important because I really do think they're waiting to see how this year goes before they decide for sure whether or not Ezra Miller, Jason Momoa. Because that's the other thing is that uh, if they do go ahead and announce Ezra Miller, or Jason Momoa will not be coming back. How's that affect the releases of their movies this year? You know, exactly. like, uh, how does yeah. that affect Zachary Levi's, uh, Shazam stuff? Like, it, it changes the way people are like, well, then I don't give a shit about this movie. If it's not like, right. which, which mm-hmm. is wrong, you should just go see the movie anyway. It's fucking ridiculous to think, well, if they're not going to be in any more movies, why would I see this one movie? That's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it that is... would happen, you know, that would happen. You're definitely spot on. They're definitely leaving the door open they're making it seem very they might have their minds made up already they might be like all right we're releasing these last slates of Zack snyder you know the the previous dc world um we're we're gonna call it elseworlds already um but we won't say that until aquaman 2 is out or whatever i don't you know whatever it happens to be um but no that i don't know i kind of i i do like that more though it 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 also gives the actual actor the choice themselves to be like do i want to spend the next 8 10 years of my life playing this character yeah. if they don't want to that i don't want them in there like i'm sorry gal gadot i'm sorry jason momoa you were awesome in your role but if if you don't want to spend the next 8 to 10 years as that character again i'd rather you leave yeah like, frankly and uh, personally i <laughs> I'm not attached to these roles, these characters, these actors in these roles. You know, I love these characters, but frankly, I'm not, uh, I'm not huge on Gal Gadot as an actress. I think she's all right. I'd be cool losing her. I'm not a giant fan of Ezra Miller's, uh, take on the flash. I think they're really good in Zack Snyder's justice league. I think that was a, I think that was a fun take. Uh, and they did a good job, but again, not attached to them. And I think Jason Momoa is cool as Aquaman, but again, I'd be fine losing him. You know, like it's, it's not like this shit wouldn't be the end of the world for me. And Zachary Levi, I couldn't give less of a shit about Shazam. You know, I think the first movie was fun, but like, poor Shazam. Yeah. The dude kind of got shafted a little bit. I mean, but he said, like, I just can't fathom you have a movie coming out in like a month and a half and you, you, you go full conspiracy nut on the internet, which is bold. Uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, what a dumbass, man. That's wait, so stupid. Wait, I have not heard about the way. What is he uh, doing? Zachary Levi quote tweeted something about uh, Pfizer destroying the world and was like hardcore agree. Um, oh, Lord. Okay. Wow. I, I had no idea. He recently I, said something about how he really admires Jordan Peterson because he's a free thinker and, uh, and he's like a right wing pundit who hates gay people. Jordan Peter Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So it's okay. like, wow, you're you're saying a lot of shit that makes me really not want to see your movie, man. Okay, uh, wow. Yeah. Um initial reactions there. I care even less of Shazam. Yeah. I already cared pretty much zero. I care even less. The the floor dropped below zero. Yeah, it's um, just like so. uh all the energy people pushed at Chris Pratt should have been focused at Zachary <laughs> Levi. Uh uh god damn and he's mario you know <laughs> what the fuck is going Mushroom on kingdom hollywood Here we that's, come. that's the thing hollywood is such a weird place you oh, have to like i i was i had the conversation the other day that like you kind of have to be a little insane to be an actor like 1000 percent. you you are playing a different person you are going into work completely okay with being a different person and Changing putting on a facade, identity, everything, but... and like to method act, like you, you method you, like, actors are the yeah, most insane like, people alive. That's what I'm saying. Is that like people are like it's honorable to see an actor like method act? And I'm like, no, it's what got Heath Ledger killed. It's like what got like it. It actually does damage to it's people. Dangerous. Like well, it is... it's also like no disrespect. You know, Daniel Day Lewis is considered like one of the greatest actors of all time. Hardcore method actor goes deep into his roles, becomes the person he's going to be. And frankly, I think it takes more talent to not method act. Yeah. To be a normal human, to be an actor that actually has good values and be a normal human outside of work. 
<laughs> is beyond me. Like, if they're, like, an actual human that has good values that actually I can respect as an actor still, like, it, it makes me respect them even more. Right. Um, because, I don't know, it's crazy to me to be an actor. Like, I, I couldn't, I just could never. Like, I don't know, I, I, I feel like I, I couldn't do it. I see why they get paid a lot now. No, you know? right. Yeah, you've got to be they, insane. They're insane, bit. man. They're, they're, they're a crazy slate of people, but, uh, yeah, man. But anywho, that's kind of my theory on the returning is that they're keeping mm. the door open because, you know, they've got movies with these people in them coming out this year. Um, there's a specific wording with Blue Beetle about him being a part, a, a big part of their DCU. That seems almost guaranteed that Blue Beetle is going to be folded in. I think he's I think he's full on board. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Especially considering Blue Beetle and Booster Gold are homies in the comics. Uh, there's a, a whole comic series called Blue and Gold, which is not the version of Blue Beetle we see in this movie. It's Ted Cord, a different version of Blue Beetle. So, like, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how they might eventually fold that in. Uh yeah, but with the inclusion of Booster Gold, I think they're almost certainly going to head down that route. There's no way they don't. Uh, I know nothing about Blue Beetle. That is like all new to me. Yeah, no, dude, it's that. a fun. It's a super fun character. A couple different versions of the character, like I just said. Uh, it, it, it is interesting that they're starting with the version of Blue Beetle that they are starting with because he's not. Te- I don't think he's technically the first Blue Beetle, if I remember correctly. Um, well. I think the first Blue Beetle is Ted Cord of Cord Industries and stuff, if you ever heard that in DC continuity. Uh, but regardless, yeah, tons of great TV. That's well, what sounds like great TV in Creature Commandos, Waller, Lanterns, Paradise Lost, and Booster Gold. That is five Ooh. television shows that we got told are certainly coming out. And that's not all of it, which is fucking that's just this is just part one to chapter one yeah (laughs) you know like this is like how long how long does this span he said this is eight to ten years but this is just chapter one is this like three years total five years total like what is thing though is that like does the eight to ten years start from 2025 when like superman Uh comes out or is Is he saying chapter one is eight to ten years or, or is the fucking universe eight to ten? Like, because I mean, you're looking at all this shit, and frankly, I would be wildly encouraged if everything he's laying out is supposed to take the next eight to ten years. As an MCU, as an MCU fan who follows the MCU, this is all the shit they'd put out over the next three years. Yeah, you know maybe, what I'm saying? Maybe two. Yeah, like this would all come out in 2024 and 2025, and some of it would be disastrous, you know, like, and not disastrous, I'd I'd have fun with it, but some of it wouldn't be good. Uh, And I think, I think we're in, if this takes, if chapter one takes eight to ten years, fuck yeah, buddy, I am in, you know, like, I would love that, and... I think that's kind of the vibe I'm getting because the first things we have dates for are 2025, which is like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think so we're in the first movie, July 11th, 2025. We only have Waller and command or creature commandos before that. So that could, oh, yeah, those guess, could, pr- I wonder if he was listing them off in like their, their idealized release order. That'd be interesting. Oh, too. I, Oh, I guess I didn't even think about that. I just assumed it was because he kept saying it would lead into, lead into, lead into. True, true. Um, yeah. Okay. Then I would I, probably he he did also say that he has all the episodes for Creature Commandos written. So maybe, yeah, maybe we could expect that in 2024. That'd be kind of awesome if they could get that roll in here. Uh, huh. Roll in here soon. Because uh, when is um, when's Blue Beetle? scheduled to come that's out. like august 2023 and then aquaman 2 that has december oh it actually december. has a date yeah. oh, okay yeah, it does. Hmm. maybe we get creature commandos and waller next year yeah you know i'm thinking like animation takes a while we are still in january 2023 though you know so mm-hmm. like uh i could see us getting uh an animated series as early as uh fucking april 2024 you know like uh 
Yeah, maybe the first half of the year is Creature Commandos. The next half is Waller. It leads. Mm. Well, I guess you got half of 2025 until Superman. Yeah, right. You know, you're in July for Superman. So yeah, maybe we could expect Creature Commandos back half of 2024, Waller mm. first half of 2025 sort of thing. Okay. And, you know, who knows how much this changes? You know, there's there's chances that this is there's part of this that's just like, that would be cool. Let's see if we can do that. You know, mm. like uh, we're going to yeah. do uh, a we're lot of this a brave yeah we're gonna do a supergirl woman of tomorrow film don't know when we're gonna get to it though uh the a authority this, it's probably the authority just, yeah it's probably just fan they're just gauging fan reactions right now mm-hmm. if it's good and everyone's like yeah they're like okay yeah let's stick with it but i, I guarantee they got plan b's they got other things that you know, that they had ideas for this is, they didn't just come up with this list and they're like, yep. All right, we're good. Let's ship it off and, um, all give it to Warner brothers. But yeah, I'm sure they, they, they got some shit thought out. I'm, I'm sure of it, but, uh, let's, let's dig into some of the movies then, you know, uh, the first one that is obviously very front of mind, uh, for me is Superman legacy, July 11th, 2025, uh, described as dealing with his, uh, you know, combating ideals from being an alien from another planet and his uh, parentage on Earth, his is a farm boy sort of thing he's got going on. Uh, I'm I'm really like this is the first time in my entire life where I am truly a Superman fan when a Superman movie is going to come out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I love Superman right now. Uh, and like to the point where I am hard pressed to tell you, I don't like him more than other superhero characters. Like I love this character right now. So the, getting announced, like I knew it was coming, you know, it was already leaked or not leaked. James Gunn straight up said it like, yeah, I'm going to write a Superman movie. It's going to come out. Like I've been excited since then, but to have a date. We are that is pretty high. Two yeah. and a half years. That's it. Two and a half years. It is 2023. Like, that's insane. Damn. And it's going to be a good one, too, probably. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's not just a rinky dink Superman movie. This is, this is the first movie that will launch his continuity. Mm. It's gonna be. I think this is gonna be a good fucking movie. I have. I have little to no doubt about it. Uh, again, because I trust James Gunn. You know, I don't. I. It's. He's not infallible. You know, there are there are gripes to be had with a lot of the stuff with stuff that he's made, but mm-hmm. all in all, I always find his stuff resonate resonant. It, it's emotionally fulfilling. And while Superman doesn't seem the ideal character for him to write, you know, like it does seem like a a branch off from what James mm. Gunn typically does like guardians and the suicide squad and peacemaker like those, I can see all those kind of fitting in a similar vein. Superman does seem like a, Whoa, that's weird compared to all that. But I think it's a step. I think it's a good step for him to take especially kind of, uh, you know, helming that. I don't think he'll direct it. I think he'll write it. Um, which, uh, I'm ex- I'm just more and more excited to see who is attached to these, like who is going to be Superman and who's going to direct the Superman movie and who's going to do all this. Like, that's what I'm most excited for. So he will be the executive producer on every single movie. Yeah. Yeah. But like he won't necessarily write Saffron production, you know, he won't necessarily write every movie, though. Yeah. I- I'd assume he has a heavy hand in a lot of stuff, but. He's not necessarily penning mm. every single thing. I wouldn't want him to pen every single thing uh, because we've actually already got confirmation that a uh, couple of the shows are confirmed to not be written by him. Uh, Waller won't be written by him. Uh, Lanterns, I don't think, will be written by him. Mm. Uh, and Tom King, who wrote Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, is almost certainly working on the movie adaptation of Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow which is another one that I am just ridiculously excited for. Uh, yeah. Superman I, and super super. I mean, that that's this slate is just, you have the big names that you want. You got Superman, you got Supergirl, you got Batman, you know, I, I guess the authority, I don't know if I'm supposed to be super hyped about this or not. Is this like the, 
I don't know. It's not the Justice League, but it feels like it's the next closest thing to this. It's like a it's but more of a inter like they're, they think the a, world is. I'm that, not massively familiar with the authority, mm. but the only ounce of the authority that I'm even kind of familiar with is a comic called Superman versus the authority. Which, oh, oh yeah. takes place after kingdom come, which there's a whole bunch of, yeah, there's, there's a lot of continuity with that. Oh. because and they're more of like anti-hero or vi- like of the villain side, not, or are they all like almost, I don't have a, an incredible understanding of the authority. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to speak on it because I don't know them like that. Uh, okay. Hmm. That's why I'm I'm kind of being like, all I know about them is this. The thing that I know is that Superman has faced them before, and I don't know that's because they got deeper and deeper into their, like, because the way James Gunn describes them is they are a group who thinks the world is corrupted and they need mm-hmm. to rid it of that corruption, which sounds a little fascist in my head. Yeah. But, you know, it could also be. It could also be that they think the world is fascist and they are opposing fascism. So like that's, that's the other thing is that they could be, they could be good guys. You know, I just like that's something that I'm really excited to get into is like the, the things I don't really know a ton about, but I'm excited to get into are the authority booster gold and I'm, I'm and the creature commandos and I'm pretty familiar with the lanterns, but I haven't read nearly enough of them. So that's kind of what I'm going to get into next. But, uh, all that shit sounds super cool and the authority like if they're if they're going you know what that's something we could turn into a movie fuck yeah like that sounds cool i'll take it you know uh mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah that's another goodie and then you know obviously the batman introduction for the new dcu we're gonna have two batman franchises running side by side which is it bucks is it Batman the Brave and the Bold or just the Brave and the Bold? I don't know. That's interesting, you know, because it's uh, that's insane to not put the name of like that's nuts. Like kind of nuts to not put Batman the in the, the name. Hero. I guess Batman is that well known to well to where it couldn't it just doesn't matter because it's it's the Batman movie. It's called Brave and Bold. That's that's all you need, but like I don't know, like it's well. That's inter- That's what's interesting is that like uh, it's it's been slated to include Damian Wayne, uh, Batman's son, mm-hmm. uh, his son born with a uh, to the mother Talia Al Ghul, and his grandpa is Raz Al Ghul. Um, Damian Wayne is usually like the fourth Robin, which implies that Dick Grayson. Jason Todd and Tim Drake have all already been Robin and are now Nightwing and Red Hood and any anything else they might become. Uh which is why the specific mentioning in an article, not in that uh clip, is that it will include the Bat family. They've been left off screen for far too long. Uh that was confirmation that we are going to get, that was basically confirmation for me that we're going to get Nightwing. We're going to get, we're going to get the likes of those characters. Um, I'm hoping for, hoping for some Batgirl, some Batwoman, you know, like, uh, that's, I want some Cassandra Kane. I want some good Cassandra Kane. She, <gasps> she's so fucking. Cool. Oh my. What if the scrapping of Batgirl, although we were very sad about it at first, you know, what if it was just like, well, wrong time. You know, just wait a couple, just wait a little bit. And like, I don't know, maybe, it, maybe they were just waiting for. That was actually I another little bit of what Peter Safran spoke on today or yesterday. Uh, he said that the choice to scrap it was the right one. And that it probably would have done damage to <laughs> Rand. Uh Oh no! Which I'm my money's uh, on. My money's on. David Zaslav's got a fucking gun to his head, and he's saying, "Tell tell everybody I made the right decision scrapping that film." You know, like a uh, not enough. not for real, like, <laughs> but not uh, real, obviously. But like, yeah, you might lose your job if you don't say I did the right things here. Uh, I d- like, there's no way that movie was that bad. You know, like, uh, 
There's just no the chance. It's it was already made. You already spent the money. So like it had it had to be it had to be bad. Because they would have made money releasing it no matter what. They would have made something, not profit. Well, it was going to be a straight-to-streaming HBO Max movie. Oh, so maybe actually no profit. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they wouldn't have made money off of it. Oh, that's the thing, no. That like, uh, oh, yeah. that's it, actually it's rough. Bad. It's okay. rough. It's rough. But yeah, so that was part of it, is that like... And that's another thing, too, is that there are a few great actors and actresses who have been uh, included in the... You know, like Sasha Cal and uh, The Flash. She's playing Supergirl. And I think they're kind of waiting on the reception of her in The Flash to decide whether or not she is in Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow because that wasn't confirmed who mm. Supergirl would be. Um, and that's just good business. That's just smart, you know? Mm -hmm. like to... Oh, yeah. Never said anything in stone. You know, the only thing that's, I guess, said in stone is Superman's coming out July 11th, 2025. Is that the only yeah. date we have? No. The oh. Batman Part Two, October third, twenty twenty five. Wait, as in Matt Robert Reeves? Pattinson, Matt Reeves, the Ooh, Batman. They announced that. Yes, they did. That is coming October twenty twenty five, which means we are getting a Fantastic Four movie, a Superman movie, and a Batman movie, all in the year twenty twenty five, along with an Avengers movie. Uh, as like an afterthought, which is kind of nuts for me. Uh. It'll be Halloween again. It's gonna be a Halloween yeah. movie. That's well, that's the stick. thing is that the first one was released in like March, and it took place on Halloween. On yeah. the opening, Matt would have made a oh well. That's what makes me think like they could really. I think the Christmas thing they might really really pull that off if it does like a long run in theaters. Like going to see that into November and stuff. Like I, I could I could see that being a holiday setting mm. sort of thing, but. Uh, Ooh. Man, okay, I didn't know. There's also I didn't know rumors that these are just rumors. Robert Pattinson was spotted arriving in New York City uh, a couple days ago, and the Penguin series filming in New York City is set to start this month. Uh, start filming this month. Start or filming. Or start. Okay, filming. I was like, whoa, hold on, like start. Did I miss something? I'm like, yeah, wait no. a minute. Okay, yeah, um, it's set to start filming this month. So. That's pretty, that's pretty huge too. That could be, I think. And that's like flooded Gotham. Yeah. Like we are taking over straight off the. <sighs> so it's like that's Batman 1.5. Yeah. That's the thing is that it makes sense for the Batman to be in that movie. Like it would like, or in that show, like it would be kind of crazy for him to not show up and do things. Uh, yeah. He just saves everyone. And then. He's like, I'm going to take a fucking break Gotham. guys. Yeah. He decides to stay in Gotham, not go. With Selena, and then be like, you know what? Actually, I'm just gonna chill in my mansion now. Now that you guys are all flooded. Oh wait, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess his is in the city, though. He has uh, that little. Uh, he has that little monologue at the end. You know, there will be a power grab. Things will get worse before they get better. But yeah, so I, there's a lot to be uh -huh. excited about, and that's just a couple of the movies: Superman, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, The Batman Part Two, officially Elseworlds, but. Uh, yeah, man, the brave and the bold—that's the one I'm the most excited about. Getting a finally proper, a proper Robin. I know they're gonna do that right. What I know age? they're gonna do that right. How old do you think this actor, or not actor, the character in the show will be? Anywhere from 13 to 16. I hope so. If it's over 18, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be pressed. I'm gonna be yeah. mad if it's. Come on. You know, I, okay, I could see like eight. Actually, eighteen. That's that's where it's getting too much. I'd say I don't know, but I want the like Teen Titans Robin, the kid, the actual ch like he's a child still. He's a teenager. Teen Titans Robin. That like that is the Robin I want. And mm. no, yeah, I'm with you. I want. I want a. I want a child. I want a straight up child playing. It sounds Robin. weird. Okay, now that I'm. It, thinking about it sounds really weird um that i'm no, just but it's fair pushing for because it but like the character yeah. has always been the character is a child it should be a child actor who plays the brave the the brave and the bold version of D damian mm -hmm. wayne it only makes sense especially since they're playing on the like 
truly paternal uh like stories with Damian Wayne and uh Bruce Wayne are fucking awesome. Like that's, yeah. uh, that's some of the coolest I remember like growing up Teen Titans, like the actual just cartoon, not Teen Titans Go, the one before just Teen Titans. Um like I Robin that's the guy I looked up to. Robin and Danny Phantom were like I, those were like the coolest dudes to me ever. Hair. I'm like if I could be those guys I'm set. If I could be Danny Phantom, oh my god, I'm Danny Phantom. If I could be Robin, oh my god, I'm the leader of the Teen Titans and I have that cool tower and I freaking can do acrobat and oh my god, he was so cool. And I never really thought of myself being Batman, you know, because I was a kid and I'm like, I'm looking at Robin and I'm like, that's, you know, me, that Danny Phantom, a guy in middle school or high school, whatever they're in. Like, that's why that character works well for just Mm. children. Um, it's nice to be, you know, I am 22, almost 23 now. Like it is nice that I get these dark and gritty movies like the new Batman, but I would also like movies for my kids one day to, Mm. you know, uh, like and attach to characters. No, 100%. And speaking of the dark and gritty, how about uh, swamp thing? Yeah. Confirmed to have a movie. That was the one when he said swamp things, getting a movie, a horror movie at that. I was like, Oh fuck yeah! I am all the way in. Just a horror movie about Swamp Thing, and he's just okay. And that's that's the the end of part one of chapter one. Maybe the end of chapter who who knows? Like yeah, who knows? Yeah, maybe the the chronological release. There's things that are spliced in between these that we haven't even heard about, Hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe it's not even an order really at all. Yeah. There's no way to know. Uh, but but, yeah, man, there is so much to look forward to that. They basically confirmed that Tanasi Coates is writing his black Superman film, which I'm very excited about because Tanasi Coates is the fucking best. I love Tanasi Coates. He's a, he wrote like one of my favorite runs of Black Panther ever. Wrote some of the best Captain America stories I've ever seen. Uh, the fact that he is getting to headline a movie and a Superman movie at that. Fuck yes. You know, like I love that shit. So I'm, I'm all the way in on that. Um, let's see. Oh, Superman and Lois confirmed to be returning for one or two more seasons. It's very exciting as well. I love mm. me some Superman and Lois. Need to uh, watch. I watched the first episode of that, and it was so good. Oh, it's and, such a good show, man! I love that show. Mm, that that's exciting. I don't know. It is nice to see like that they are just keeping some stuff, and mm-hmm. just yep, some of this stuff will go on. It'll end, you know, eventually. I just love but... the idea of James Gunn and Peter Safran sitting down to watch Superman and Lois. They get like six episodes deep, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to let this keep going." Uh, you know, like <laughs> they're like, like "Yeah, we can't really end this one." Yeah, we can't end this one, guys. Um, gotta keep this one running. Um, I don't know, it's kind of like Daredevil with Marvel. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, they were like, ooh, can't really let that one go. Got, yep, Charlie, get, get in here. Yep, get in here. Bring it back. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know that, that's all. I don't know. I really love that it's just, we have the main continuity and we have Elseworlds and things are just gonna come out and you'll have the main continuity to keep up with if you want. And keep up with that, or there's just going to be little treats every now and then, you know. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It's just like it's just a with Marvel, everything is set in stone. Like this will be coming out right after this. This leads into this. This this blah blah blah. It's very formulaic. I you know not to say I hate it. I, I've been loving the Marvel movies. I'm watching Quantumania the second it comes out. Um, they got my money no matter what, uh, so yeah. they, they know what they're doing, but, um, this excites me, me. Yeah. yeah, this excites me more all around, mm. um, no, I'm with than, you, and Marvel. I am, I'm 100% with you, and th- see, my thing is, like, is the continuity a bit confusing? Yeah. But I saw a tweet yesterday, and it was from a false scoop that... It hasn't been disproven, but there was nothing about it today. That was like, apparently we're getting a JSA prequel, uh, but it's not related to Black Adam, but we will still have Aldous Hodge's Hawkman. Uh, This shit is so confusing. 
and I wanted to quote tweet it and go, you seem to have a pretty good grasp on it. You know, like, mm. we're getting a JSA prequel. It's not related to Black Adam. Aldous Hodges Hawkman is returning. That's all you needed to know. You know, like, there's not, there's not a, like, oh, I, like focused on the, the nitty gritty of how it happened in universe, you yeah, know, like sort like, of thing. It's uh, like, well, forget about it. If they're not, if it's not related to Black Adam, it's not related to Black Adam. Like, that's my thing is that, like, pe- people don't have, don't give themselves and other people enough credit as far as media literacy is concerned. I'm 100% certain actors can return and play different versions of their characters and no one will even fucking blink. You know, like they're You're the general him. audience doesn't know shit, man. Not like, the, like none of them do. I saw a tweet from a Snyder stand who they've been going fucking nuts today. They're insane. Uh, the <laughs> Snyder cult. Uh, that was like, uh, I'm just, I just can't imagine the disappointment on general audiences faces whenever they go to the theater and it's not Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill and Jason Momoa. The general audience won't give a fuck. You might. The general audience doesn't. Robert Pattinson already proved nobody cares who's playing Batman. Or nobody cared that they they had another Batman. The movie made like $800 million or something like that. Like, Don Cheadle in the From Iron Man 1 to 2. Yeah. Literally, the scene, it 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 puts it in perfect. Like, what he says to Tony when he walks in the room, he's like, I'm here. Uh, let's just not talk. Let's move on. Fuck it. Yep. Like literally, like in the that that's just how it should be. It's like it's the real world. The what you're seeing on screen isn't reality. You know where they're filming it with real humans that exist in the world we live in. So I'm sorry job. to break it to you. Yeah, sorry to break it to you that the DC you and the MCU aren't real. Um, <laughs> sorry to break it to you, but also like Han Solo. A legacy character just was a different actor, younger, obviously, but like they didn't try to deep fake or anything. Five minutes into the movie, I am not thinking in my head, oh, I'm pissed that this isn't Harrison Ford, deep fake to look younger. Yeah, I'm right. like, oh, that's just Han Solo. And it's being played by this guy now. Like, that's how it works. It's like, yeah, you're no, in the like, movie. That's and- the thing is that, you know, everyone can feel however they feel. I have no beef, you know. Do. Feel as you are, whatever the fuck. I'm just saying be a little bit more open to to possibilities because if you look at this lineup and you go, this sounds like ass, I don't know how I can help you, man. I, I don't know how I can help you. I think this I think this sounds so much fun. It's it's the type of shit the MCU is only just getting to now. Mm-hmm. Almost 12, 15 years deep now. It's 2023, started in 08. 15 years down the line, now we can do shit like Agatha Coven of Chaos and random Ironheart and all, all these like more deeper, deep cut characters. This DCU is like, fuck it. We are going to start with the authority and creature commandos and booster gold. Like, fuck yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that they're just doing it. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's beautiful. I'm 100% in. It is also very interesting that Marvel is now taking a step back and looking at their own slate. Mm. And uh, taking a second look. And maybe thinking if what they laid out was the correct thing or not. So, you know, it, the MCU and, you know, people love, I think, like, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. Those things... Like, those things are very set in stone. They're not going to be like, oh, actually, uh, we're doing just one big Avengers movie instead of it being two parts. I don't think they changed something like that. But I do think that they might be like, um, this show, this show, this show are gone. Expect them in this movie. Like, all of, I don't know. Like, I, I expect them to decrease on the amount of things that they have announced um in some way and i hope it's not the shorts i hope the shorts stay and i hope that they just get rid of the tv shows God, i love the special um, presentation but I'm praying that they stick around but yeah that's that's the thing is i think that like marvel is looking at their own slate not they they wouldn't have looked at it and second guessed 
if DC wasn't doing this right now. Because the money is saying otherwise for Disney and Marvel. They don't have to change a fucking thing. They, like, the money, if you're just looking at numbers, Disney would want Kevin Feige or more, you know, in Disney's brain, the Kevin robot that we saw in She-Hulk. That's what they would want to pump out as much Marvel shit as they possibly can to get you in the theater, get the money out of you, sign up for Disney+. Plus. Thank you for your check. Go away. We don't care. Like, that's what Disney wants, and they don't have to change a thing right now. They are making the money. The The checks are clearing. But I don't think the checks continue to clear if they continue down the path that they're on. Um, and DC, I, I think James Gunn has woke up uh, Marvel a little bit, and I think that they're going to have to start really focusing on some quality stuff as well. I think um, so because too. this lineup, it seems that everything, everything is well thought out and getting the time that it needs. It feels like it has care and passion behind it, you know, like, and... I think that individual movies in Marvel, obviously, like, I think that, like, what Daniel Destin Cretton wanted to do with Shang-Chi and uh, what Chloe Zhao wanted to do with Eternals and shit uh, with She-Hulk recently, like, all of these things have very distinctive visions, but even they get bogged down in some sort of, of some sort of formulaic Marvel thing. and. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm praying DC doesn't fall into the same thing. Um because you know like I don't mind I don't mind Marvel becoming having become formulaic. Like that's even cuz I still like it. I still enjoy it. I have a lot of fun watching it. But you know, I just know that there's there's a there's an opportunity for more quality and I think that hmm. this is this is that opportunity. Um yeah. I think I mean... here on the DC side of things. Out of the, the mouth of the man himself, storytelling is always king. He said that's their main focus. That he's that they they want every every movie, every show, everything to be unique, every director to have their time, you know, to shine, which is I don't know. It's they seem to have the right mindset going into it. And I think, you know, a lot of the negative reactions right away are just going to be, oh, wow, well, I can't believe you didn't confirm this actor or confirm this, you know, whatever. But it's like they're leaving it very open-ended on purpose, business reasons, and just to see for, you know, for feedback and just to see how it goes to make it better. Um, not just for business and money, but for to legit make it better. Improve so, their storytelling. Yeah. yeah. I no, think I've he's got he's got a good head on it. Yeah, he's got. I've got faith. He's got a good. And who's the other Peter? Peter Safran. Safran. Who I don't like. What has he done? What like is he known for? Um, he's a British film. Okay, he's a producer. He's not really he's like a writer or anything. Okay. Okay, he's done no. I mean, movies that I've heard of. A lot of horror. Though Conjuring, Annabelle, um, The Nun, um, yeah, a lot of horror. It looks like this guy does. Um, it looks like he's produced the most recent DC films in Aquaman mm -hmm. and Shazam and The Suicide Squad, mm -hmm. Peacemaker. So, okay. I think I think the DC universe is in good hands. I have no hmm. doubt. But uh, why is he so? Like is is. They're both like executive produce, like they're both the same position. Yeah, right? James Gunn opens that video with "I'm the co-CEO of DCU Studios." Like they are, but like, both. is Peter Saffron just not like a online face, like show his face sort of guy? I and like, I think it's more. I think again, business. Like James Gunn is James Gunn. People know who James Gunn is. Uh, if hmm. Peter Saffron pop popped up in the video without James Gunn, everyone would be like, "I don't." Okay. Like cool. Perfect. That's true. Uh, yeah. I didn't know if it was like if it was just James Gunn is the online persona. He will always be just I'm assuming I don't know he's kind of the face right. of the operation and I'm yeah. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're kind of they've worked mm -hmm. that out. But yeah, man. I don't have much else to say on this. I think uh I think we kinda hammered it out. It looks uh it's a bright future mm -hmm. on the DC side of things. All I know is 
I'm probably going to be reading a lot more DC comics here Amen. soon rather and than Marvel. So. That's where it's at. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Marvel, obviously, legendary books. I love Marvel. But, uh, man, when it comes to DC books, they've just uh, – it's like the slate here. It's it just it excites me. It makes it makes me mm -hmm. feel things, and I like the way it makes me feel. So, DC man, it's it's where it's at. But uh, with that, I think we'll conclude this episode of the Comic Bloomiverse here on the Penny Bloom Podcast. If you would head to Patreon.com/slash Penny Bloom Pod, where you'll find over fifty hours of exclusive content, including a new poll list coming up sometime this week. I'm doing a. Uh, the last two weeks, last week's and this week's in one episode, four DC books, four Marvel books. It'll be nice and uh, symmetrical that way. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five star rate and review wherever you are listening because we've got content on content on content for you. Uh, this week we're doing five episodes, five pods, uh, five days over the business the business week same with next week uh tomorrow there will not be a rebellions bloom episode for the bad batch we're gonna go ahead and put that off till next week kyler couldn't join us unfortunately so we're gonna go ahead and make uh bad batch episodes six seven and eight one episode next week next wednesday and this week we're discussing the last of us episodes one through three that'll be tomorrow and uh, you can expect those the coverage of The Last of Us in three episode chunks, uh, one through three, four through six, and seven through nine. I'm very excited to go through that. Um, our comic book character draft starts this Thursday now. We had to reschedule some stuff in order to make uh, this five-day thing work. Um, it wasn't planned. It just worked out that way. Um and so comic, the comic character draft is on Thursday. That's round one, the first 11 picks. We got a giant slate of characters for you there, and it's so much fun to do those things. So we appreciate you checking that out. And then Friday, we continue our journey through comic book film, where this week we are discussing Supergirl from 1984. And I'm praying Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is a better movie than that. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have high confidence that it will. Be. I, I have some pretty good. I have some pretty. I'm pretty confident that that'll that'll go well. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, we got a lot going, and uh, we we're only going to have more for you in the weeks to come. So uh, very excited for you, and uh, so glad you could join us. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me, and thank you for allowing me to get through all this DC confusion because now I'm a much more uh, comfortable on, on what is coming now. I, I'm, mm. um, I'm much more understood. So. And we share, we share that DC universe infinite stuff. I've been adding books to the library with mm. these characters. So if you want to check that out, you got some built in reading lists there. Perfect. But, uh, yeah. With that, remember peace, love and bloom. And storytelling is always king.